What I have to add this morning will not take more than an hour at most. <laughs> so I don't want you all to get nervous or anything like that. <laughs> We're getting out of We got a lunch to get here, folks. This is important. I want to thank the three speakers today. They're all wonderful examples of how an authentic community can be created and sustained. There is something powerful about a community. It lifts us out of our sense of isolation and into a more enjoyable experience of connection. And this experience has a healing effect on us. As a matter of fact, there's actually, uh, there are actually studies that show that belonging to a community, a faith community or other close-knit community increases longevity. There's a number of these studies. So I just want you to know, if you come to church every Sunday, you will live longer. <laughs> At least in some kind of aggregate. <laughs> but whatever that may be, there is something powerful about belonging. Of course, one could belong to any kind of organization in the world. You could belong to the KKK and you might have a sense of belonging. I suspect they do, actually. But it doesn't mean that that would be a good thing to do. So it matters that we belong, but it matters that we belong to some organization that feels good and does good work in the world. I really believe that our UU churches in this church really do fall into that category. I, there are a lot of places, thank goodness, that fall into that category. And we need every healthy community we can possibly find on this planet if we're going to be able to meet the challenges which are very, very serious. So it's not just us by any means, but it is us because we're part of that. And that's part of our sense of purpose. And I think that is particularly true in, in times like these that are very challenging, that we need communities of faith and non-religious communities as well that have not only this sense of belonging, but they're communities that are dedicated to care and compassion, uh, communities that see worth and dignity in everyone, who believe that we should organize our lives so that everybody has a decent chance to live a good life. There's a profound need for communities that affirm this compassionate approach to everyone. We need communities that affirm equal justice for all. We're in urgent need of reform in the world about justice. I was watching some of the coverage of the 50th anniversary of Dr. King's assassination, and it hit me squarely in the heart how deeply we are still searching for equal justice. So we need communities that are dedicated to that. We need communities of any faith or not any faith that will not demean any group of people and will not try to separate people out and say they're no good or this group is no good. We need communities where everyone is welcome, where no one is turned away because of any category that they might belong to. We need communities that value and pursue spiritual depth, a real engagement with the most profound questions of life using every tool we can find. We cannot afford to discard any tool that could help us on our journey. We need to use feeling, thinking, reason, science, open dialogue, 
ancient scriptures, respectful listening. We need all of those. You can't afford to throw any of them away. And I also think we need communities dedicated to enjoying the beauty of life, to, to savoring life and enjoying wonderful music, enjoying art, enjoying potluck dinners and parties and silly events where we just laugh and there's no other purpose than, than just laughing. We need communities that can operate within the depth and compassion needed for tragedy and also the lightheartedness that we need for comedy. We know that life has those many dimensions. So we need communities where we can laugh and cry. And to find such a community is a fortunate thing, as several people have said this morning. I was fortunate to find a community here and doubly fortunate to be a part of leadership of such a group. And I'm very grateful for that. So as we get close to this anniversary, it's right for us to express gratitude to everyone who created this community before we came. Because every one of us entered at some point and we didn't create the church. Some other people did that for us. They created this community and set the tone and created the values and built the buildings. And when we came, it was ready for us. Wow, what a deal. And so we have that mission too. We have that mission to sustain this church, to make sure it stays healthy, to make sure it's welcoming. We need to create the programs and organize the potlucks and sing in the choir and take care of the land and give testimonials and speak our truths and keep recreating the community. Because without that recreation, it will not thrive. So that's, that's on us. That's the gift and the, and the task we've been given to recreate the community day by day and year by year. It, this recreation comes mostly through various forms of giving, various forms of generosity, our time, our energy, our commitment, our financial resources. Generosity is a powerful force. Generosity can create something where there was nothing. I, want to, I know you've noticed the new sculpture outside the church. It's called the Red Bird. It's a gift from, these, from George and Norma Kahneman, who were members of this church for many, many years and gave to this church in a multitude of ways. And that sculpture, one of the things it can do is just remind us of the generosity of people who have given to us over the years. What an extraordinary thing. Generosity takes place on many levels. When you bring lemon squares to the potluck, you lift my spirits. <laughs> I am not joking about that. You lift my spirits. And you may have an effect on my next sermon. When someone sings or speaks or dances for us, it is a gift that uplifts our spirits and nourishes us. It gives us something to take home that we didn't have when we came in the door. It, it reinvigorates us. 
When we make financial gifts of any size, we recreate the means for the community to continue to exist. And that is a powerful and spiritual thing to do. Sometimes we think, oh, that's not spiritual or, you know, that's just the money. That's recreating the community. And it's very powerful. It makes things happen. Diane and I take our giving very seriously and also with a sense of joy and accomplishment. Once again, research says that, I, by the way, this is for real. I didn't make this up. Generosity tends to make people happier. You read all, there's all these happiness literature books out there right now. The one I like is called The Tao of, it's called The How of Happiness, isn't it? And there's a lot of research on what makes people happy. And one of the things that makes people happy is generosity. It just makes us feel better. It, it just works that way. It's a better way to live. It extends us out into the world. It connects us. It makes us feel a sense of accomplishment. It makes us feel like we did something good. It just makes people feel better. I, that's the reality. This community is very precious and very imperfect at the same time. We don't do everything right. We are only one of many wonderful communities, both religious and non-religious, that are doing things, at least some things, on the growing edge of what's needed in the world. We are doing some things on the growing edge of what is needed in the world. Our world needs people and communities who are dedicated to to working in a compassionate way with serious issues, serious issues. And we are part of that, thank goodness. We don't do it all right, but we do, I think, have the right ideals. I do think we have the right goals, and I think we're headed in the right direction. And in a world that seems to be in deep need of healthy communities, to be on the path is a good place to be. We were founded by people with vision 175 years ago and continuously recreated by loving and caring people over the years through generosity and through many forms of giving. And because of all that generosity, here we are. What a good thing. How fortunate to be here. Let us joyfully recreate the community in our time so that we will feel more fulfilled and we will be a blessing to the world, which so badly needs that blessing. So be it.